Is that sound from H&R, that door ringing, going to come up on the show? Yeah. Perfect. What's up, everybody? Welcome into Pace the Nation, broadcasting here at Studio 1A in downtown Arlington, Virginia. Here we are back in the heart of Arlington County, the heart of the universe. I'm your host, Chris Farley, back again for episode 142 of Pace the Nation. And to get us through this episode today, to my right, of course, it's Joanna Russo. Joanna, what's up? We're not alone in the studio today. Now, I know. And let's get right to them. To our left, our other co-host, back from wherever he's been, it's Williamie Docs. Docs, what's up? Oh, you want me on this show, do you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we've, well, we, we have never not wanted you. Come on, Docs. Uh, last week, we probably could have recorded with me. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I'm actually pretty bitter about that because... Uh, you know, I was upset I missed the missed the first show, mm-hmm. and then last week I got back and you already recorded an episode. <laughs> well, let's what, what, let, let me think of the timing. So we recorded with uh-huh. Oscar on Wednesday, mm-hmm. and we never got a proof of life, so we weren't sure whether you were mm-hmm. alive. Whether if you, you... want to, if you want to go down this rabbit hole, I'm going to win. I'm going to win the argument. Well, I mean, we weren't sure when you were going to come back, so we had to, you know, we wanted to give the listeners, you know, we are all about our audience. Mm-hmm. We wanted to make sure Sometimes the listeners... Sometimes less is more. The <laughs> listeners got a show for the week, so we had to mm-hmm. cram it in on Wednesday. There's a good poem, Here Lies Lester Moore, died from four shots from a forty-four. no less, no more. <laughs> is that a uh, famous saying that I it's should a, know? It's a tombstone, oh, in okay. tombstone. Okay. Well, the, the listeners have spoken. They do miss Docs. Whether I like it or not, the uh, listeners do miss Docs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, uh, and I think you said it best when, when you used the phrase wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and said you don't know what you got till it's gone. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's right. how the phrase really goes. All right, well, let's, we're, 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 we'll get into what uh, Docs has been up to. I want to ha- make sure that that is first and foremost on the agenda. Mm-hmm. But also today, excited to be joined in studio by Sean Huffman. Vice President of Sports Medicine at MedStar Health. Uh, He's going to join us uh, today in studio to talk about uh, running, injuries, Marine Corps Marathon training. Uh, They are an official partner of the Marine Corps Marathon, MedStar Health is. So excited to have Sean. He's been a friend of the store uh, for quite some time. Excited to have him in studio. Also on today's program, I want to tell you guys about a situation I had in New Jersey uh, dealing with some political luminaries up there. And uh, how are podcasts? Luminaries? Uh, maybe one luminary. Do you know what a luminary means? Uh, an important person? A Joanna, political figure? Joanna, decide this as the third child. Um. Yeah, she agrees <laughs> with me. Would they be political luminaries? Is he using a, a word that we're just going to let pass? Um, well, because I want the New Jersey Marathon to happen, I'm going to say yes. yes they are absolutely, absolutely yep. luminaries. No, no doubt. So we will talk about uh, a meeting I had and how Pace the Nation uh, kind of related to that a little bit. Maybe it's a stretch, but I'll share that story with you guys. Also, I want to report on a sad story uh, from the running world uh, today. We'll talk about that later in the program. And 
Uh, I've got a uh, where are they now? I think we missed the where are they now segment the last couple weeks. So um, we'll, we'll bring back the where are they now segment. I got a good one for you guys today. But before we get into all that, um, Docs, let's circle back to where you were. And last we heard from you, you were on a beach Skyping in from Mexico. Um, and that was a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, so... No, let's go back to why you didn't want me on the show last week. No, of it's, course it's, we wanted you on the show. It's because my Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl, and you couldn't stand <laughs> to have that be a topic on the show. We touched on the Eagles, uh, I know, whether but you, you were there couldn't, or not. You couldn't stand for me to gloat. Yeah, that was part of... Uh, I was dreading that a little bit. Because mm-hmm. I, I, now, now that I've gotten further away from it, it's a little easier to stomach that the Eagles finally have a uh, Super Bowl trophy. But, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe there's something to that. Um, but that was not the reason why. We, it was all a timing thing, and I didn't, we didn't know when you were actually going to be home, and I wanted to you know, Except, make sure we had to guess that. I mean, if you keep saying that, I mean, I did text you, and your response was, well, then you're not going to be on the show. Um, and it's because the Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl. No, it's not. And I and I watched that game by myself down in Mexico just the way I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about the Super Bowl. Um, I'll let uh, I'll let that go about uh, me not wanting you on the show because that's not true. But then let uh, it go. <laughs> I'm going to let that go. Um, so uh, congratulations uh, from a hardcore football fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking to another hardcore football fan, that must have been an amazing experience. Um, yeah. So you know what? I told my dad, and this is going to annoy everybody. Okay. I told I told my dad like three years ago, just because I'm really interested with the way uh, teams get constructed. I told him from 2018 to the end of 2027. So for over a 10 year span, I guarantee 10 championship parades in philadelphia you guaranteed that wow mm-hmm, to my dad and and we're one for one <laughs> but the funny thing is that i actually said that uh, when i counted them all up with the way they were building it i didn't have any super bowl victories <laughs> so too- <laughs> I, I felt like the the blueprint that the uh, eagles were following when i made that prediction i actually didn't think that they would be included in that in that parade of parades and and for those who don't know uh docs is a diehard uh, he's he's a diehard eagles flyers phillies sixers fan um you've got some philadelphia ties so that's yeah the reason why um right you're so into the the you you grew up in the philadelphia area initially is that right no um okay. i grew up in new germany, jersey that's in right. germany okay and uh the reason why uh, I like DC United is because there was no MLS mm-hmm. uh, when I was growing up. And then when the MLS came in, I was already uh, rooted here in Virginia. So I do have a local team who I support. Okay. And they support me too because I work for them. True. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's mutual, Farley. So, I gotcha. So the the experience watching the game. Though. So I, I'll just run it down real quick. Uh the first half, I felt really good about the way the game was going. Mm-hmm. Uh, the half times at the Super Bowl are so ridiculously long. You're just watching this performer, and you're like, "Can you please just get back to the football?" Because it it just like prolongs the <laughs> right. the, the anticipation. Um, I know it's for the casual fan and all that kind of stuff, whatever. Um, I, and I will make a comment about the Super Bowl halftime show too. America, please. This is, this is going to be very important in the Docs 2020 campaign. 
when you're at a concert, do not record with your phone. So annoying. Like they bring Justin Timberlake out and all you see is everybody holding their cell phones up recording right. Justin Timberlake. Please live in the moment. Stop blocking my view with your cell phone. I think there's some. Yeah, I think you're actually right on that. And yeah. You're, you're never going to get a big docs. 2020. You're, you're <laughs> never going to get the footage that uh, is going to be late, late later that you'll this, be able to find this particular thing that NBC does was on TV. Right, right. Watch the TV. Right. Right. Record the TV. Yeah. Right. So stupid. Uh, but I hate going to concerts and like your view is obstructed by somebody's cell phone that they're holding over their right. head. That happened to me last night. I went to see Sleigh Bells and there's like three people in front of me that had their phones up almost the entire concert. You know, uh, me and your cousin, yeah. uh, uh, we were in London for the 2012 Olympics and we went to the Changing the Guard mm-hmm. and we had great second row uh, at Buckingham Palace. We were second row. And right when the guards came out, this lady pulls an iPad out and holds it over her head right in my face. Wow. (laughs) I'm not the tallest person, so that wasn't very good. Your cousin had no problem. He's like seven (laughs) foot three. Well, uh, first first half, half halftime. So we get to the second half. Second half. Now Now things are getting nervous. The Patriots take the lead. And I actually was like, oh, I cannot believe this. At that point, I had my doubts. I was just like... The Patriots are going to win again. I hate this. I mm-hmm. hate that I was getting excited for this game. Still supporting them, but I was just like, oh, man, they, you know, I, I, I don't know. So the first half, I felt pretty confident. I was like, boy, they're playing great. But then when the Patriots just steamrolled in the second half, and I, you know, then then they they took the lead, and I was I was excited, but I was still very nervous. I was like not allowing myself to get too excited because mm-hmm. I didn't want to be too disappointed, uh, and. Everything just kind of worked out, and at the very end, they they won the Super Bowl, and I was just like hands up in the air, you know, just just. I just hope that you could feel that one day. It's it was so good. It I was felt such it a good almost feeling. thirty years ago. So uh, uh, hands but, up. Yeah, but you know, like when you're that young, you don't really have the experience. Right. You don't uh, the I, life experience to appreciate it. Yeah, I, I just took it for granted then. Mm-hmm. So hands up in the air. Was it disbelief? Was it excitement? Euphoria? Like hands up in the air? Like what? It was what relief. Am I feeling? It was relief, a relief. relief. It was yeah. a relief. I mean, I think the whole second half was just stressful. It mm-hmm. was just like, uh, but I. But what I really want to say about the the Eagles is like. This is a team that you can be proud to cheer for. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love that that a lot of these guys are are socially active. That they they get out there, they're involved with their communities. They're good people. They preach the whole year, team over individual. And I think I don't know that I wish I had the the phrase here, but like Doug Peterson says to them, like you can have a a um, a great individual performance, but only a team can do the impossible. And they, they all believed it, and they, they, they love each other. They care for each other. This is a great team of great people, great guys, you know, great leadership. I'll give you that. I mean, Chris Long, UVA. Chris Long is awesome, yeah. Graduate. He uh, donated his entire salary to schools, uh, I think, in, in areas he's played. So Charlottesville, we went to co- went college. In uh, high school. He's in a high local school. kid. Yep, and – Philadelphia, the New England area, and St. Louis. So very, very cool. I mean, I, I got to hand it to you. They were a, good, a bunch of good guys. And and You're I, right. one of the interesting things that somebody said afterwards was like, you know how like something will be going on in the world politically mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, they, they'll ask, hey, what do you think about this? And they say, hey, we, we don't think about it. No distractions. We're focused on what we're doing. And these guys kind of broke that mold 
and I mean, very, very active, especially with things that are going on uh, today in their communities. And they are getting involved and saying, look, you can focus on football and be a role model and an active participant in your community. So I just think I just think like it's a great team to root for. There's a lot of teams, and I'm not saying that that you know anything about the Patriots or anything like that. But there's a lot of teams out there that uh, you know they win, and kind of in the back of your head, you're kind of like, yeah, these guys are a bunch of dirtbags, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I think you're right. It's hard for me to admit, but you're right. They are uh, hard not to root for. So, congrats to you, Docs. Um, well done. Thank and, you. And you're well welcome. Done. Oh yeah, Joanna is yeah. actually uh, taking full responsibility for She's taking credit uh, for this. I, I I did hear the podcast uh, when Farley predicted the Patriots were going to win and Joanna <laughs> predicted the Eagles were going to win. Right. That's when I started feeling confident. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so that was the Super Bowl. What about uh, the rest of your trip in Mexico? That's all I remember. That's it. All right, yeah. all right. Well, we are thrilled to have William E. Docs back uh, from Mexico. Hopefully, you're here for, I don't know, indefinitely? No, I'm going to be taking right. some more trip. <laughs> okay, but next up, excited to be joined by the Vice President of Sports Medicine at MedStar Health, Sean Huffman, joins us next here on Pace Nation. All right, welcome back to the program. And now, Joanna and Docs, we are excited to be joined in studio by the Vice President, I'm going to get this right here, the Vice President Sports Medicine at MedStar Health, it's Sean Huffman. Sean, how are you? Thanks I'm for joining great. us. great. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Well, it's fantastic to be here well, in this, <laughs> the spacious studios of Pace the Nation. Pace the Nation, I know. Absolutely. Studio studio 1A, Hold officially, up a second. Sean. What does spacious mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, there's I room, think I've been using this word wrong. Room for four to sit down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's room for four and then a caricature of me, of course. It's so, absolutely. It's yeah. very becoming. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah. From from breaking it's three almost that, lifelike. We yeah. we, that we have here, <laughs> the six-foot cover out just just to, for the listeners who uh, don't have the visual of where we are and what we're doing it's a six foot cutout that's looking over Sean's shoulder right now from uh, the breaking three event I might have uh, to take it with me <laughs> um, you're gonna have to fight me for it uh, no but Sean uh, thrilled to have you here um, you are with MedStar and your title says MS ATCPT. Mm-hmm. Now I think I know what a PT is. That's right, a physical therapist, right? Yes. So you're, don't you're, answer this. <laughs> let Farley guess all the rest of the. <laughs> okay, okay, got it. All right, so uh, MS is that like a master's in science yes. or something like that? Yeah, okay, you nailed see. it. Ding. Is there two, a two ding? Two, no, we need to have that sound effect later. in here. Okay, yeah, add that in yeah we'll add that in later. We've and, we've never really had to uh, address the issue of Farley getting something right before. <laughs> So I'm not sound. sure what we You'll do. Have to this Google is, the ding noise. Right, right, this is right. new territory. <laughs> and then ATC, I, that one's tough. Um, Atlanta Track Club comes to mind, but yes. I know that you don't have anything to do with the Atlanta no, Track Club. No, Great no. program in it Atlanta, is. but they mm-hmm. do have a good program. Yeah, absolutely. How many people in that? Uh, the, 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 uh, there's hundreds in Atlanta, that Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta Track Club. Is that yeah, what it is? and the ten miler, the Peachtree ten miler. That is. The, yeah. So those over thirty thousand. Yeah. yeah. So that's. 
Uh, yeah, that's a 10, 10K on f- July 4th. Right. Yeah, great yeah. event. But that has nothing that to do with That is not your... the initials, <laughs> yeah. no. Uh, but it's a good guess. I'm an athletic trainer. La- athletic and, trainer, yes, gotcha. And in the ancient days when I went to school, it was mm-hmm. athletic trainer certified. Got uh, it. The newer people have dropped that title, but uh, a- they'll just say AT or athletic trainer. So ATC is athletic trainer. You said physical therapist mm-hmm. and then a, a master's in science and health administration. Awesome. Well, that that clears it up a little bit for me, um, but we'll get into more specifically about what your position is. But before before we do that, I wanted to to, to get an idea. So you're you're from Ohio, right? And yes, you still sir. live in Ohio? Is that yes. correct? Yes. Yes. Fly back and forth during the week. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. And and Columbus, Columbus, Ohio. That's right. Yep. Yeah. And you went to Ohio. Did you run for Ohio State? No. Yeah. No. And anyone who's possibly listening who was there from 1983 to 87 would laugh at that. Uh, I've always been in sports medicine. I've okay. always been an athletic trainer. Uh, my dad took me out to run when I was in junior high and high school back when it was jogging and they were really <laughs> short shorts shaped like the Ohio flag. Um, but uh, I never really was very good at it, certainly not in college. I really began running in the evenings and things after uh, graduate school okay. and, and, went and during my first job. So Columbus, I mean, that is fanatical. Like we're, we, we, we've schooled uh, Joanna on some football stuff uh-huh. recently. But and let's talk. Let's talk track real quick because I've yeah. been to a track. Okay, meet at okay. Ohio and then State. I want to ask you about the Ohio State football team. Sure. Which, okay. Yeah. 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 You can go ahead with your track question since this thank, is a running podcast. Thank you for your permission yeah. and and the five minute lead up to my question. <laughs> yes. Okay. Go um, ahead, Docs. Did you go to the track meets? Because I went to the track meet in Ohio State to watch one of my friends run, uh, and the stands were packed. Yes. It was. It was a really good. Uh, uh, track community that came out and supported the the athletes. Yeah, very much so. So when I was in school at Ohio State, the track was still in the stadium. So the steeplechase pit and things were that the, that the football team had to dodge every year. Wow. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So now there's a separate track. It's Jesse Owens Stadium, named yep. after a famous Buckeye. Uh, but at that time, when I was in school, uh, little known fact for the Ohio State football fans, the south stands, the closed end of the stadium, uh, those stands were moved during track season, hmm. and that became the baseball stadium. Uh, seating, they <laughs> wow. literally moved it from Man. football to baseball. So now everybody has their own stadium, of course. But I mean, yeah, athletics has changed. That's the, right. And the amount of money Ohio State brings in football-wise can, you know, build probably a, 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 sta- a stadium for every single sport at this point. Man. <laughs> yeah, just the just the salaries they paid their assistant coaches uh, exactly. yesterday uh, right. rings the bell. Uh, so, yes, I have been to that. And uh, the high school meets are incredibly mm. uh, well-supported as well. So the state track meet, the state cross-country meet, uh, huge turnout uh, for that for the participants and for the fans. Now I uh, I saw I was d- doing some stalking slash research and I saw now you live in Columbus mm-hmm. but I saw a family picture of you with a bunch of uh, bear cats. <laughs> like how how is that possible? Because Ohio I do know yeah. I do I, I know nothing about geography but I yeah. know that Ohio's in Athens mm. University of Ohio. Yes. Yes. You live in Columbus. You went to Ohio State. Like, That's how can right. you let them infiltrate I, your, uh, yeah, your family it photo? It was a struggle. <laughs> so uh, my daughter, Emma, is a senior at Ohio University oh, in okay. Athens. All right. So that makes sense. She's a... Uh, She's a bobcat. Bobcat. And, uh, I said yeah, bearcat. I'm sorry. Right. That's Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yes. thought you literally meant like like real bearcats. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. You meant fans of a sports <laughs> I'm sorry. It was also right. work at the zoo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I was on the same line. Okay, so sorry. You're not, okay. you're not on an island there, Joanna. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, my I have a son, Alex, who's 25, and he's in New York. He's a musical theater guy. My mm-hmm. daughter, Emma, is a senior, and she does ceramics and studying ceramics, cool. and she'll finish school. And then I have... Uh, two other younger daughters, uh, Emma and uh, Ava, 
Mm-hmm. Excuse me, I said them already. Lily right. and Ava, and mm-hmm. they're at home in, in Columbus. So Docs and I went to Virginia. I, if our kids went to Virginia Tech, man, that would be tough. I mean, that would be do like... Do you and I have kids? Oh, I, I guess I do. That's right. You don't. Uh, you know, yeah. yeah. Anyways, we, we did want to talk... I so. am going to love my kids no matter where they go to school <laughs> right. and whether they want to run or not, right. whether or not they like soccer, uh, but they do have to like Pearl Jam. Right. Well, I, I'll take that answer too, except okay. for the Pearl Jam part. Uh, let me amend my statement. My son is one and a half. I don't want him to get a complex. If he goes to Virginia Tech, that's fine. Mm-hmm. So let, let, let's talk some some running and, and what you do at MedStar. So you're the VP of MedStar. Mm-hmm. So what do you, what do, you do uh, on, let's say, what do you do on a daily basis there? Every day is an adventure. Yeah. Uh, we're responsible for, I'm responsible for the sports medicine program for all of MedStar Health. So we are a non-for-profit health system here in Maryland, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. Uh, we have 10 hospitals, 52 outpatient PT centers, a number of ambulatory sites that are basically hospitals without beds, like our Lafayette facility mm-hmm. that you've been to. And um, in that organization, we cover all the big chunk of the sports teams in the area. So we cover the Capitals, the Wizards, the Ravens, the Orioles, and a number of the other teams. And along the lines, we've developed a killer program for running and walking medicine and affiliating with, you know, programs and stores like yours. Yeah. And so you guys are the official sports medicine partner of the Marine Corps Marathon. Yeah. What does, what does that mean? Right. So it was something we're very proud of for each race. It means something a little bit different. So Marine Corps Marathon, what that means is we provide all the sports medicine expertise leading up to and including the race itself. Mm -hmm. So leading up to the race, we help with all the training program education. So much like we've promoted through your store and your website, we offer four months worth of education programming leading into the race. So we'll do a a Tuesday night lecture at Lafayette or a Thursday night lecture at Marymount where we'll have an athletic trainer or physical therapist or physician talking about nutrition or hydration or strengthening or conditioning Mm -hmm. of any kind. And then we'll usually have a run depending on, you know, daylight. Because right now we're doing the same thing for cherry blossom, but it's hard to have a run that late in the day without headlamps and stuff. So, you know, we usually have a fun run before or after the talk. Um, Why do you guys committed so much to running? I mean, there's so many sports and you cover all sports. Is it because you're just a fanatical runner? Is that is (laughs) that? I'd love to think I can force 33,000 associates to my will. But uh, it really is because it it touches us, uh, it puts us directly in touch with the consumer. Mm -hmm. So we're not hoping that we're marketing to someone who's at a Ravens game. We're praying that we're marketing (laughs) to someone that's a Wizards game. When we work with the runners and walking community, uh, we're dealing directly with the consumer, the people that are making those healthcare decisions. And we've uh, we have had a relationship with MedStar and you guys, and you got some great doctors and physicians over there. Uh, like you mentioned, I've been over the Lafayette yeah. Center. I've also uh, gone to the Ballston Center. You've got uh, you got Meg Moran over there. Mm-hmm. What are some other doctors? I, I know there's someone who leads your uh, Marine Corps Marathon programs. Talk about some of the doctors sure. you got. Yeah, and so the experts in running. That yeah, you have absolutely. Over there. Thank you very much. We're so proud to work with them. So Megan Moran, who's an excellent runner, her mm-hmm. husband's a a sponsored runner. I mean, we feel like she's a an ace in the hole for us uh, here in, in Northern Virginia. She works out of our Marymount office and help leads our leads our effort in the D.C. Uh, area. She's responsible for the coverage at Marine Corps and Cherry Blossom. Mm-hmm. And then um, in Baltimore, we've got a guy named Josh Billings, another mm-hmm. PT, a very good runner who does a lot of those same things. Uh, in the north, up in Baltimore, the physician's name is Matt Sedgley. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the medical director for the Baltimore Running Festival and the JFK 50 Miler. Uh, and then uh, here in the South, we work very closely with uh, Liz De La Sabera and Corey Hudson as our physicians in the South. 
So you got some great people that any of our listeners can go see. Um, if if I want an appointment with with Sean Huffman, can I go <laughs> go in and actually? Do you treat patients now or? Well, uh, more in administration. Yeah, but I have worked some with Josh and mm-hmm. with uh, with Megan on. Uh, particular athletes a lot of what I do are screenings so mm-hmm. we'll go to one of the stores and we'll do screenings on injuries that we have um, so if we do a day at one of the running stores like your pal up north Josh, Josh will have from, us come yep, in Charm yep, City, Charm City run, mm-hmm. and we'll go in on a Saturday or a Wednesday night and we'll do injury screens and he'll have something happening that night like a Belega sock night mm-hmm. or whatever so we try to tie together with that so um, you won't be able to make an appointment just with me, but that doesn't matter. You, we have 75 other people that are really much We're better at it. more qualified than you. Exactly, yeah. yes. I, with my, even my, more letters after their name. I, right, right, my right. claim to fame is I've never killed anyone. So. That's good. Absolutely. Yeah. Wish That's, we could all say that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so do you guys see the same sorts of injuries like at different times of the year? Yes. or I mean, are, are there typically things that, that you see coming through your practice? Very much so. So right now, you know, for people that are training for a spring half, or full marathons. I'm going to kind of set aside cherry blossom because it's so sure. early in the season. And it's a 10 miler. But if you look at the folks that are training for a spring marathon, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, uh, Glass City, you know, something like that. Right now, what we're battling through are the things that you'd think of with um, people that are uh, just starting a program that are doing a bucket list race or with people that are slipping and sliding on ice and, and poor conditions. So you have a lot of uh, strains, sprains, injuries that occur when you have um, people early in the season. In a week or two, we'll begin seeing the other things that happen with overuse injuries that we see basically the same sequencing uh, throughout the session. So next will be, without a doubt, IT band and patellofemoral syndrome. So we'll see IT band uh, issues coming through in just in the next coming weeks and then qual- followed quickly by uh, runner's knee or patellar tendonitis. And then late in the year, every time, last few weeks leading up to taper pains, because everybody has mm-hmm. taper pains, but those last few weeks, then we're going to see Achilles tendonitis, plantar fasciitis, things like that that you'll have late in the season. So you just listed off a number of in- injuries that, uh, you know, was t- an intimidating list to me, to be, to be honest with you. So what can we do, like, if I'm a new runner, I'm training for either, you know, Cherry Blossom, a great example, I'm, I'm getting ready for Marine Corps. Is there ways that we can do some preventative things? Can your practice help out with some preventative measures uh, so absolutely. I don't run into all those problems? Sure. Yes, absolutely. So what we find is that people really need to start early mm-hmm. on strengthening and conditioning type programs and learning how to run. And that's where you really come into play with your training groups and the runs that you do so that they can have proper coaching. We don't pretend to be coaches. Mm -hmm. That's what you guys do. So what we want to do is help with all the proper flexibility, strengthening, stretching, proper techniques that we can show them and then make sure they're ready for you on Saturday morning or Tuesday night or whatever day you have your run at at whatever particular store Mm -hmm. so that they can then apply that out on the road. And Marine Corps is a huge first-timer event, right? It's a big bucket list race. It is a big bucket list race. That's a good way to put it. So I'm going to be intimidated to go to a place that has uh, the Washington Wizards or the Washington Capitals. Right. I mean, you know, can can you break down those barriers for us sure. and not make our listeners not as intimidated, uh-huh. you know? Yeah, so th- those folks only go to one place. So you're not yeah. going to walk in and stumble into John Wall, <laughs> yeah. you know, if you're going to, you know, most right. of the other 51 locations. Right. Um, but if we have uh, the opportunity to get someone into one of our facilities, I think they'll find that it's a very individualized approach mm-hmm. and that they're going to feel like they're the most important person to our physical therapist and our athletic trainers at that time. The, um, 
uh, idea that we want to do is a full evaluation to see what their needs are. We'll put them on the video. We'll look at uh, on the treadmill and we'll see what their uh, cadence is like, what mm-hmm. their stride is like. You know, do we need to send them back to you for to, to the store superfeed yeah. inserts yep. or you know a, a, a more stability shoe or less? You know, when we see a guy. You know, we had a guy come in the other day, six foot four, you know, tall, skinny guy, and he mm-hmm. says, "I want to run a marathon barefoot or f- vibram five fingers," <laughs> and he had a high arch, you know, rigid foot. And I said, that, "That could be absolutely the worst idea I've ever heard," <laughs> um, you know. But that's what he wants sure. to do. So our job is to help him, you know, to the best of our ability, get him to the starting line, and then the rest is on him, right? Right. So we'll get him back to you, and I, we were able to talk him into, I think, some ghosts or or something, right. just to say, at least for training Put purposes, a little substance underneath your. <laughs> foot please exactly yes absolutely yeah Yeah. so you've got a new new ish beautiful facility at lafayette center thank you uh talk about that you know facility and all that all the stuff that you can do there yeah it's really i'm more than just running right i'm really proud of it i wish i could say i had something to do with it when i came uh the facility had already been picked out and when i looked at it i had absolutely no idea how it was going to come together because mm-hmm. part of it's an old gold's gym part okay. of it's the old washington racket club and part of it was an office building hmm. but the genius who's behind our ambulatory uh division bob gilbert looked at it and said no i think we can absolutely make the premier sports medicine facility in the washington dc area out of that mm-hmm. and that's what he did so he turned our space into 25 almost twenty-six thousand square feet of unbelievable sports medicine space so we've got our own mri we have our own surgery suites. We have our own PT space that you've seen, which is, you know, several thousand square feet by itself with a performance floor underneath it. And on that performance floor, we can do basketball, baseball, track. There's a force plates in the ground where we can test people when they're running wow. to see. Yeah, I mean, it's really top-notch facility. It has all the other bells and whistles that you'd think about, like a whirlpool and, you know, places for people to change and shower and our own underground parking. I mean, kind of little things that you forget when you're eight blocks from the White House. Mm-hmm. It's not the easiest place to get to in the world sometimes, but we tried to make ours as convenient as possible for everybody. So, like, the force plates, like, what, what, what is a, let's say, a new runner, like, how would that be helpful to me? How could I utilize that? There's cameras there on the ground, and you're, it's yeah. more than just a video analysis that we would do at the store. Right, right. So we, we probably wouldn't just start a runner on that. We would right. put them on the treadmill with the dorsa V, and we'd check their, the loads that they're putting on their legs to see if they're balanced between right and left. Now, we do use the force plate for stride and things like that, and we have 12 cameras that operate at hundreds of wow. you know, frames per second where we can uh, look at that. But that's not the first thing we do with the runner off the street. We try not to scare them to death. So <laughs> we would start with the treadmill with the video analysis, and we might use the dorsa V to check their loads. Got it. Yeah, yeah. and there's, I mean, guys, there's a, a basketball court. Is there a pitching mound yes. there? I mean, it's yeah. just. The basketball uh, court, we actually use the same people that did the court at the um, Capital One Arena, so mm-hmm. it's the exact same floor that the guys practice on there. Uh, the pitching mound was originally supposed to come out of the floor, right. sort of part, the floor would part and the pitching mound would raise up. But the basketball guys said, well, we can't do that. That'll have a dead spot in the floor. So uh, we made the floor right. solid and we just pull the uh, pitching mound onto the floor. So are you getting like the Baltimore Orioles pitchers in there and are they, you know, going, you guys putting them through the paces? Is that how the relationship with these these sports teams work well. We don't. Um, we don't specifically bring the Orioles into that facility. Okay. They've got you know their own in Baltimore, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. and in, in Florida as well. Mm-hmm. So what we try to do is is make sure that those services are available to all the high schools, the colleges, and everything else that we work with because that's what we do with the pros. So uh, yeah, that sort of pitching tunnel, if you will, is available in D.C. and then in other places as well. Yeah. So your partners with I'm a huge Washington. 
uh, DC sports fan. So your partners, like you said, with the Caps and and the Wizards, mm-hmm. uh, the Mystics, the Mystics as, yeah. as well, and uh, DC United, DC United, and some local mm-hmm. colleges, brand like, new stadium opening up. Yeah, that mm-hmm. d- over by uh, Navy Yard, exactly. Where, uh, so, point. Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, Jan- uh, July fourteenth, first home game. Yeah, yeah. and and uh, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> of course, uh, of course, uh, you, you are partners with Georgetown University, which yes. uh, my wife is. Who's of the course. coach? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, about that. Um, why is it important to align yourself with these big, uh, you know, big time professional teams, big time colleges? Well, the colleges usually, when you think of a college relationship, you always think of the premier physicians in a region, mm-hmm. uh, and with Georgetown, that's certainly the case. With Dr. Postma, uh, Dr. Weasel, and the rest of the crowd over there, those are the top notch physicians in that area, mm-hmm. and so. So for us, we're extremely pr- proud of that relationship. That one's not just MedStar Sports Medicine. That's MedStar Health. I mean, okay. the hospital there is our hospital, and um, you know we're affiliated at all levels on that campus, from the club sports uh, through student health and everything else that occurs. So we're really uh, proud of that relationship. It's comprehensive in nature. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, as far as why do we want to affiliate with those other teams? You know, first of all, from a sports medicine standpoint, that's the brass ring. I mean, you want to be affiliated with those professional teams every chance you can mm-hmm. um from a practical standpoint it has huge brand name recognition for us yeah any insight on john wall's knee right now it's really <laughs> big news here uh, i know it's uh, I, the only thing we can say is what's in the paper yeah. and, uh, says he's he knows the, more how about yeah. how about this um are there any other patients where you could violate hipaa <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no no okay. i could examine you now but we right. couldn't say it on the air <laughs> right yeah yeah, well, that's uh, that's very cool that you're aligned with those brands. You're also aligned with uh, the Marine Corps Marathon. Yes. So, are you guys out there? I know they've got the 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 Red Cross, I believe, out there. But are you guys out there? Are your physicians out there on race day for them? Uh, yes, but like, so, how do you support them? So it's a little bit different. So um, on race day, because they cross over from different jurisdictions, so they're in mm-hmm. the Capital District. They're, of course, in Virginia. So the the Marine Corps itself, not just the marathon, but the actual Marine Corps, sort of drops a uh, tent over the city, if you will, for race day. So they assume medical command of mm-hmm. the entire race that day. They take over the emergency medical system for the areas that they touch. We supply volunteers through that. Last year, mm-hmm. we had 29 different medical volunteers throughout okay. the race. Um, our job really gets to the start of the race. So we do all the training group stuff ahead of time. We do the education program. That I don't know if you know or not, but all the doctors that are going to work race day come in for an education program on Friday and Saturday. Really? So we're doing education leading up to that. We host that at Georgetown. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we're deeply involved with Rick Nealis and Mark Goldman in that crowd. But on race day, uh, that is uh, another group takes over, yeah. uh, and that's the actual Marine Corps itself. And we work with that, you know, fantastic team. Shelly Weinstein and her mm-hmm. team really do a great job with that. And we sort of feed up into that system. Very cool. Well, I wanted to circle back to running in a minute, but I, I did want to ask you, since we got you here, um, a big topic in – you know, the youth sport world today, or, you know, the, the, the professional sport world, the, the NFL, everything is concussions. Sure. I mean, it's, it's, it's a huge topic. Recently, I read that uh, there's a bill proposed that uh, in Maryland that would take away tackle football for anybody under 14 years old, checking in lacrosse, heading the soccer ball would be taken out of, um, you, you know, taken out of play mm-hmm. if you're under 14 years old. Uh, it's just this is so foreign to me as somebody who grew up, you know, playing sports. You and, did not play tackle football. <laughs> I, I played soccer, and yeah, yeah I played soccer. Right? I played soccer too. But it, let's let's be honest. It, you, 
All right. Well, you, you, growing up in uh, experiences with tackle football is foreign to you as it is to me. <laughs> that's true. That's true. All right. So that, right. that, that docs keeps me honest here on this show, as, as you can tell. But <laughs> I, I just am, am interested in your take on concussions. Sure. Obviously, this is a good thing with all this information. But sure. is there going to be like too much? Like, are you asking? Are we overcorrecting? Are we overcorrecting? Yeah, I think that's the question. That's what you hear a lot on the broadcast on Sunday. So all the former athletes that are broadcasting on TV, they, you know, they talk about how these rules have gone maybe a little bit too far. Right. From a medical standpoint, we don't think there can be enough in terms of education and proper training and techniques. So the things that you if you listen to the radio, you hear Mike Golick talk about the heads up program or Mike Tomlin with the Steelers talks about the tackling techniques. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that has to do with it um, in terms of the concussions. Uh, I think what the NFL has done a great job over the last few years is defining what a concussion is. And, and now I think the next frontier is going to be this cumulative trauma, this CTE. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that'll be the next thing that they'll really take a look at. I'm not sure if it's overcorrecting. I know some other states have adopted programs like Maryland's looking at I think this week, I believe hearings are occurring this week about the bill that's been introduced in Maryland. So it wouldn't be the first state to look at limiting the tackle football, limiting the heading and the soccer. Um, we have some physicians that will testify at that. How many people are you seeing with concussions? Is it, is it more now that there's so much information out there? It's definitely uh, raised the awareness with the moms and dads, and they're bringing those people in. We have some of our primary care physicians that it's as many as 20% of the patients that wow. they see every day. We have others that don't see concussions at all. But you know, the folks that are in our offices that are you know just minutes away from where we're sitting right now, they'll see as many as 15 or 20% of their patients on any given day are concussion patients. Wow. Wow. Well, fortunately, in running, there's not too many concussions. There, can, there definitely well, can there could be. be. There yeah, could there, be. There could be. Let's not uh, <laughs> yeah. exclude ourselves from the discussion. Yeah, that's that's, right. that, that's true. Um, you know, you've got the uh, the steeplechase. I mean, no, we don't need I, to try to figure out where they get concussions. <laughs> yeah, that, that just, let's just leave it at that. <laughs> it is, is the steeplechase going to be incorporated <laughs> in the next year's breaking three? Yes, exa- Will there be exactly. Some hurdles it was things? too easy to break three this year, that's so I'm going to. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! A little little overconfident. Going to get there. T-shirts for Farley. Says, <laughs> yes, it was too easy. No, 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 no. Um, but yeah, fortunately, we don't deal with a lot of concussions in in running. Uh, a lot of other injuries you deal with, and and I will say, you guys are the ones to go to if uh if 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 there are injuries um are you do you have i know you're you're running currently are you training for something do you have a current injury uh, like what i do, just what finished do you, my 36th marathon yeah, okay. at disney it took about three days for me to finish it so i i just keep getting slower <laughs> yeah I, I think i just got in under the wire um <laughs> I, uh, a very I, generous uh car right. what do they call the the car in the in the caboose the, oh, uh, the, the sag bus the sag bus right. very generous <laughs> three right days. right well you know they have that dopey challenge they just <laughs> thought that was for four races right. it took me four days to finish one race all right uh, you know, I, I'm a decent marathoner. Yeah. I, my best time ever is a 337 mm-hmm. or so, 338, but I just keep getting slower now. So it's not, uh, uh right now I don't have one that I'm training for. I have, do have four halves planned for the spring mm-hmm. uh, plus the cherry blossom, uh, 10 miler, but I haven't picked my spring marathon yet. Okay. Which one would you suggest? Do you want to do one with me? I, I, I would love you to do the New Jersey marathon. New Jersey, yeah. Okay. New Jersey marathon. That's April 29th. Okay. Um, I, I am trying to build some fitness to maybe take a crack at uh, is chris christie running it with us? <laughs> no. we uh, have to go through a toll booth no 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 okay. I, I i i will tell a story later on about uh an experience i had with some politicians in new jersey this weekend but no no chris christie will not okay. be running all right just checking um, yeah what about the half in uh 
Uh, Annapolis, I hear that's a pretty uh, yeah. good one. So, yeah, I, I thank you for teeing us up for that. Yeah, the uh, Wayfarers Half uh, used to be the Zuma race. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's in June. Uh, Pacers Running has taken that over. It's going to be a really cool event. Uh, it looks like a it. Little, little different. Um, it's it's no longer uh, Zuma was a great event, and we're going to evolve it into you know both men and women and mm-hmm. a really like spiritual slash running slash a little everything right, that weekend. Right. So that'll be a really cool event. So I, I, I could That's recommend good. that one for you as well. well. So you. New Jersey and Wayfair. All so right. we'll they just happen to both be our races, okay. believe it or not. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Well, Sean, uh, really appreciate you well, joining us. It. Yeah, well, uh, where, where can, um, you know, again, your locations, you got a ton of locations sure. in the area. Yep. So if our one listeners... One number for any of those locations, yeah. 888-44-SPORT. Okay. 888-44-SPORT. All right. We'll help schedule anywhere you'd like to go. Awesome. And we'll we'll tweet out a link to where you can find uh, all the MedStar locations. Uh, we look forward to, to working with you. Um, we haven't fleshed it totally out yet, yeah. but uh, I'm sure we'll do some cool stuff leading Absolutely. up to Marine Corps. And uh, so hopefully, uh, you know, some of our listeners can even see you at a at, at maybe a night at the store That's right. here. We'll begin our training sessions uh, July, and yep. we'll go straight through till the race. Yep. So we'll be very excited. And, and you're you're actually at a lot of these training sessions. Yeah, I've right? done a couple of the talks. I don't do all yep. of them because we try to let other folks uh, yeah. do. But I do. The, uh, Michael Wardian will lead the yep. training run for us and then i usually run with him with the group and then we do a talk after that awesome we'll we'll make sure the listeners are aware of all those details as well all right it's sean huffman he is vp of medstar health sports medicine thanks very much for joining us appreciate it there he goes sean huffman joined us on pace the nation we're going to take a quick break and be right back after this All right, welcome back to the program, and thanks again to Sean Huffman, Vice President of Sports Medicine, MedStar Health, for joining us today on the program. Uh, did you guys know what MSATCPT meant? PT, sure. I knew what MS was. So the ATC was tough, right? I had athletic. Okay. And then I should have had trainer. Yeah, athletic, trainer certified. Uh, so good. I don't feel so bad. I'm sure Doc's nailed all three of them. I don't. I don't think I would have gotten that right. Okay. Wow. Um, okay. I think like if you say ACT, I'm thinking of a, a test, a college board. Right. But it's uh, ATC, exam. ATC, so not ACT. I think ACT. Uh, yeah, is uh, uh, that board. Well, uh, I didn't do very well on those. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thanks again uh, to uh, Sean for for joining us. I look forward to working with him on uh, a few projects in, in the future. Um, they got a lot of good stuff going on over there at MedStar. All right. I, I mentioned to Sean when uh, we were talking about New Jersey and I was recommending the New Jersey Marathon for him. And I mentioned, he mentioned Chris Christie. And I said, well, I did have a run-in with a political person this past week. Uh, when I intro the show, I called him a political luminary. Docs took umbrage with well, that. Well, it's not umbrage. I think you, that one, I will say, you're using that word incorrectly. Okay. I thought that you were just using the word incorrectly. I didn't think that you okay. described political figures as luminaries. Yeah. Uh, and I asked Joanna to settle the debate, and she told me that uh, my vocabulary limit uh, is limited. <laughs> I should not say that. Uh-huh. 
think she so, did. I think she so did. I, I stand corrected. I'm being corrected multiple times today on this show. It's well, ridiculous. Well, I think hey, I'm going to go back to Mexico. You're rusty. You're rusty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, well, just, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm rusty. I've, I've, I never make mistakes, and now I've got two of them on this, <laughs> this show. This is the worst show ever. Oh, well, I, well, no I offense, just, Sean. <laughs> I just mean that, like, a luminary can be anybody who has influence over other yeah, people. Right. And it's usually a positive term. Well, I would and say... And we, we... I Can I say we've had a little bit of struggle with New Jersey course? Yes, of yeah. course, yeah. So, so we, if it takes a little flattery to get mm-hmm. everything on the up and up in New Jersey, I'm willing to call anybody necessary a luminary. Right. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, just so... If, if they're listening, and I doubt they are, <laughs> uh, but if, if they are listening, I wasn't trying to say that they... I just thought that that's not a word that's associated. I thought that Farley could have chosen a better word to describe these people. That's all I was getting at. I was not saying anything about these individuals. Well, that's assuming that Farley has more words to choose from. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. So, and and that's where I was going at. I, I don't even know the story. I don't even know the people that we're talking about. So, well, um, you, you know, I do, at times, I will just take a stab at things and... Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and hope that that makes sense, but... It, it, it this word I felt like I uh, I was mm-hmm. right so well, good uh, for you well <laughs> I, we're getting we're and getting, I'm also hoping that we can all just move forward from Chris Christie well we're getting we're getting off top <laughs> off topic I wanted to share mm-hmm. a story I feel like we all have three different things we I want said, to talk about right I now. said I said it related to Pacination somewhat okay uh, so the luminary I'm I'm saying who now I'm you're pers- just doubling down. <laughs> Now, it, well, now you're the just person I'm talking to... about is the mayor of Long Branch. Okay, uh-huh. so the New Jersey Marathon finishes in Long Branch. Okay, there is a lot of construction happening currently in Long Branch, and the course uh, that we currently have runs right through the construction, about a quarter mile from the finish line. Okay, so. That's an so unfortunate like, like situation. Like with the last quarter mile, you have to go up on a high rise <laughs> right, and run right, across right. an iron beam. <laughs> right. It's, it's like a Bugs Bunny well, commercial that, or well, cartoon. Well, that's what we wanted to avoid. So uh-huh. uh, there was no guarantees we were going to get this course, but the mayor of Long Branch uh, called a meeting with the police chief and uh, a few other administrators from Long Branch, uh, and he called uh, our team. Uh, so Kathy and I drove up uh from uh, from DC on last Friday to have a meeting to see if we could hash out, hash this out and figure out a course. Okay. I walk into the room and very nerve-wracking. Uh, not having the finish to this marathon is a very stressful thing obviously. Uh I'll tell in, you what and I know that you're mm-hmm. telling a big story here. Mm-hmm. Uh I would love to sign up for a race where you couldn't do the finish. <laughs> That's like that is my marathon right there. So if depending on how this goes out, I might do the New Jersey Marathon. If it's only twenty four miles, great, sign me up. So, so I walk in, uh, and the mayor of Long Branch uh, shakes everybody's hand, and then he looks at me and he says, "You are the guy from the story from the Washington Post and Breaking Three. You're a minor celebrity. I was really excited to meet you." He called you a minor celebrity? Called me a minor celebrity. You know what he's doing? Is it like he's starting this meeting out kind of putting you in your place. He's, he's <laughs> saying, like, you're a minor celebrity. I'm a luminary. <laughs> I think he meant it. Uh, yeah, I think he meant it. Uh-huh. I think it was, it was a flattering comment. Uh-huh. Uh, so anyways, the start of the meeting, I told the story of Breaking 3, and I have never been 
I, I usually don't have a problem, you know, talking about running or talking about myself. Uh-huh. But how embarrassing! No. How embarrassing was that to start the meeting in front of the police chief uh, and other folks in the room who are administrators of Long Branch, uh, talking about breaking three. Mm-hmm. Or so, it, and you plugged the podcast, I'm sure. I did. We actually are going to have the Mayor Long Branch on in the future on the, nice. on the podcast. Yep. So, uh, anyways, so it ended up going well. We f- we figured out an end around, and I want to thank you guys for helping make make breaking three happen uh because i think that helped it help break the ice the, the the conversation go forward so uh and thanks to kellen sung for uh you know for for writing the article because uh i'm not sure he would have heard it on the podcast he probably would have uh, he, he got his information from the washington post mm-hmm. so uh anyway so i thought that was a that was a funny story the washington uh, post has uh just narrowly edged us on <laughs> circulation influence yeah uh, circulation in the area, yeah. yeah. Just so, it's it's close it's race, close. It's very we, close. but we got the numbers back, right. and the Washington Post got us this time. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's let's check another six months later. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was uh, that was that that was a story that ended well. So the New Jersey Marathon course is we just got a little. Wait, bit is of a, it, is it going to be the same finish? It's just, or is, yep, it's it just around it? the construction. Uh, the police chief uh-huh. had a very uh, good solution for us, oh, cool. and, and it was it, it all ended up working out well. Can so people? opt to run through the construction <laughs> site if they wear a hard hat safety hazard no actually not no i i uh joanna is not uh adverse to running races with a hard hat that's true that that's true, true yeah that's true and i i do like your uh, take on it that it's you know it's, it's a little added value um <laughs> you know i don't know if we would put them on a uh, a beam to tightrope walk across but yeah, I don't hate. The well, idea. don't walk. Not at that point in the race. You're almost the there. That's that's true. <laughs> so uh, so that all's well that end, ends well there uh, at the New Jersey Marathon. All right, guys, I wanted to share um, some news around the running world. That was a sad story this past week. Um, this really, really was sad, and it 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 hit me pretty hard. Um, I didn't know this person, but his name is Jonathan Gray. Uh, passed away this past week, um, and uh, he committed suicide after dealing with bout of depression. Um, his his brother actually sent his brother Matt Gray. I don't know whether they're twins, but they they are both involved in the running world. Uh, sent out a Facebook message, which I thought was really really touching. Um, we'll tweet out the article from Runner's World. Uh, his his message was was uh, really good, and I thought did a good job of sort of celebrating his brother. Uh, his brother Jonathan was a star runner, uh, went to uh, William and Mary, ran there, uh, and then ran at the Olympic Trials. I believe he was at the Olympic Trials you were in in L.A., uh, Joanna. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he ran like 102 for the half marathon and. Uh, you know, under 30 minutes, well under 30 minutes, maybe under 29 minutes for the for the uh, for the 10k. Uh, just a just a stud runner um, who was just dealing with depression. Uh, it was really cool to see the running world sort of reach out and rally and post um, you know some things about uh, Jonathan Gray because uh, I guess he trained with the group in Minnesota. Uh, so we had, you know, former guest, uh, Gabe Grunwald, she tweeted, uh, stuff out and heard from, uh, you know, his former coach, Lee Troop had a really good message. Uh, Noah 
Drotti is that uh, the guy who was at the he, he he ran the Olympic trials in L.A. as well. Uh, Neely Spence, uh, just a number of people really reaching out and showing their support to the family. But just really really sad sad story. Um, I never met the guy. I don't know, Joanna, you ever met the guy or knew knew um, uh, anybody who knew him? But you know, we did the show. Uh, with the author of What Made Maddie Run. Kate Fagan. Yep, Kate Fagan. And I thought that was a really good episode about, uh, you know, depression and runners with depression. Uh, the story of the <coughs> freshman Maddie at Penn who committed suicide. It's just crazy, you know, you, you see a person's life and um, you never know. So. Well, here's what I'll say. I mean, mm-hmm. based on that and, and one of the things that we should always say after – uh, somebody takes their own life is is uh, if if you're also having those kind of thoughts, please uh, go go get some help. Talk to somebody. Talk to a professional. Um, you know, reach out to somebody. There there are people that that can help. Mm. It's it's not abnormal uh, to to have those feelings, uh, but we we really don't want anybody to act on that. Yep. It's it's such a tragedy. Um, it's always a, always a tragedy when when somebody's life ends too soon, and uh, you know when that happens. Uh, you know, like you were saying, um, you always wonder, like, oh, what could I have could done, have done. Or, right. or what what could somebody else have right. done? And and the truth is that that in in all of those instances, uh, there's always people that have that feeling. So so if you're feeling isolated and alone, it's not. It's there, there are people yeah. out there that would like to do something. And if somebody does feel that way, you know, for and, and reaches out to you, help them find the help that they yep. need. If, if you're not there, if you're not equipped to help them, help them find the help that somebody they need. Can. Yeah, well, I think that's very well said, Docs. It just sucks, man. It, uh, yeah, so I was really touched by uh, his brother's message on Facebook. Uh, Matt Gray really did a great job of celebrating his brother in that message. Really sad story. Jonathan Gray was 29 years old. All right. I uh, mentioned earlier that uh, we had a Where Are They Now segment that was been, that segment's been dormant the last couple weeks. Maybe it's because Docs has been out of town. Mm-hmm. But uh, Are we going to do the Where Are They Now with the guy that we just saw in the in Oh, the, we could. Yeah, we could. Well, right. let, me, let me touch on this one first. Oh, okay. um, Alex Hutchinson's book is out, Endure. Uh, it's selling very well, and I was looking for it on the New York Times bestsellers list, and it's not quite there yet, but mm-hmm. uh, we had Alex on a few months ago, and he said that his book was almost out, and it's gotten really good reviews, what I was reading. Uh, the foreword in the book is by Malcolm Gladwell. Oh, uh, I've heard of him. And he's he's a runner, you know, mm-hmm. so uh, very cool, uh, good get by Alex. When when are we going to have Malcolm Gladwell on the show? Yeah, let me. He, ang- let's he angle loves for that. podcasting. I know I you know. have the Alex connection. Yep, this is a no brainer. That's it. That's it. Yep, that's that's the connection. Good call. You know, Alex. if we had known this going in, he should have said, "I would like you to write the forward of my book, but you have to make an <laughs> right, appearance right. on Face the Nation." Well, we'll see if we can work that. In. I think that's a mm-hmm. good idea, Doc. Should I cut all of this conversation out so that uh, <laughs> people don't get their hopes up? Yeah, that's. And then we could surprise them. Yeah. Well, I think he 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 would be a a good person to talk about running because he really is into I know. running. So, I know. So, I know. Uh, 
So Alex Hutchinson's uh, book's out. I haven't started my list of books, but maybe Ooh, it's that's... already February. <laughs> Wait a minute. You haven't read a book yet? Not yet. Not yet. But I think that's going to jump to the front of the, of the list. Uh, and, and during, <laughs> yeah, not yet. I like I like your strategy of waiting a couple months in so that you can make sure to get the right first yes, book. Yes, exactly. That's all I was waiting on. Unbelievable. Yeah. So uh, Alex Hutchinson, uh, he's uh, he, he is uh, doing well, and that's where he is now. Um, Docs, you wanted another uh, "Where Are They Now?" segment, a late ad here. Oh uh, well, we just went out to take a picture in in Pacers with our <laughs> right, guest, right? And we ran into former uh, two time guest. Mm-hmm. Matt Centrowitz. Yes, we did. And the very first thing he said when he saw me is, this guy can't be good for business. <laughs> well, you weren't wearing shoes. I had no shoes on. and uh, You got a grizzly beard. Yeah. yeah. I, you know what? I have a streak. Yeah. I have not shaved or cut my hair in 2018. Well, hey, hey that's a good, good streak. Mm-hmm. Keep it going. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, don't, I don't think he meant anything by it, though. Do you, Joanna? I mean, that's just kind of the way Coach talks, right? What do you mean didn't mean anything by it? What's uh, what's the spin on this? <laughs> I don't think... I, I'm not offended by it. Yeah. I, I take it at face value, but I don't I don't buy into your spin that there's... Well, he said, this guy can't be good for business. Joanna, do you think he meant that in a literal sense? Do you really think he meant that? I'm not going to dissect anything <laughs> that Matt says. <laughs> Well, uh, in the spirit of where are they now, uh, he, uh-huh. he was in our store. Uh, he was getting some gear. Uh, in the spirit of where are they now. It's yeah. like this well, is a what holiday. He was doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what he was doing. <laughs> Johanna, do you have the where are they now spirit? <laughs> so Let's see those spirit fingers. I think Coach has been working out this year, so probably getting some gear for himself to, to continue to work out. So that was good. Uh, he's also got to up his uh, coaching game, so maybe because he's got his son and he's he seems to be coaching his son a lot, so maybe he needed some new uh, gear to coach in as well. So um, we hope to reconnect with Coach and Matthew soon. Um, I don't want to promise anything, but mm-hmm. it would be great to get both of them on the show. Because they might back out of the promise that they just made? <laughs> Is that why? Yeah. Right. And, uh, of course, uh, we just talked about Alex's book. Uh, we talked about all our authors recently. We just said something about oh, yeah. Kate Fagan, Alex Hutchinson, Matt Sensuitz. Uh, you can get his book, Like Father, Like Son. Uh, we will have that in Pacers Running again soon. We sold out of our first run of books. Uh, we'll get those in soon. Okay, since we're rehashing old segments, can we have Joanna do a, a transportation yes. update? Yeah. Joanna, any transportation stories? Um, I do, yeah. It's not, it's not me driving. Uh-huh. I'll take it. <laughs> it's, it used to be never you driving. Yeah, and then back, I got... Back before somebody sold you that lemon. <laughs> right. Won't name names. Yeah. Right. I'm not going to name any names, but they definitely swindled you. <laughs> yep. Um, all right. So on Sunday, or no, on Saturday, I went for my long run in Rock Creek, and I typically do kind of the same loop, and it was raining. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was coming back, you know, the ground had gotten a little bit more saturated with water, mm-hmm. and I come back on Piney Branch Road, and if you're not familiar with Piney Branch Road, I'm it, not. It's, um, it's paved barely. It has a lot of potholes. There's no line, there's no curb, and then the path next to it is a dirt path. There's mm-hmm. not a sidewalk. Mm-hmm. So as I'm running along Piney Branch, I'm thinking to myself, this is super dangerous because there is no sidewalk, there's no curb, and there's a ton of potholes. And immediately after I thought that, a Jeep 
hit a pothole, lost control, slid across the mud. You're kidding. And then stopped like a few feet from me. Mm-hmm. Wow. Did you exchange words with the Yeah, he person? he got mad at me for running there. Oh, he was mad? Yeah. Oh, wow. I thought he would be super apologetic. Did you say, drive much? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, I mean, how, how scary? I mean, that must have been pretty scary, right? Well, it or was, was it too quick? It was it was really quick. And I basically just like threw up my hands and just kept running. Because again, mm-hmm. it was raining. My hands were cold. I wanted to get home. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm also now like a little afraid of the thoughts that I have. Sure. Because uh-huh. I thought that the Eagles would win the Super Bowl right. and they uh-huh, won. Right. You used your powers for good for yeah, once. Yeah. And now it seems <laughs> like true. they work the opposite way as well. Mm-hmm. Wow. No, it works the same way. It's just that you were having negative thoughts. So I can only have positive thoughts from now on. Think positive thoughts. Uh, you and I might need to get together after the show, and I'll give you a list of things to think about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you're all right. Wow, that's not a fun uh, story. Well, not and, a and fun the city should story. really do something about, about Piney Branch. And I would say that anybody else that runs on Piney Branch probably feels exactly the same way. That it is the road needs to be fixed and there needs to be a sidewalk. Wow. So we're giving a lot of advice to, to our listeners today. Uh, if we can only get one message to go out there, it's don't hold your cell phones up during a concert. <laughs> but if uh, we are going to get two things accomplished, then we can tackle this uh, dangerous pothole situation. Right. All right, this podcast, of course, is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with five area DC locations. Pacers Running is for every run. Uh, We also have a store in Princeton, New Jersey. New Jersey, the place of the New Jersey Marathon. You can sign up for the New Jersey Marathon today. Also, you can sign up for all the Pacers running races at runpacers.com backslash races. All right, great show, guys. Docs, great to have you back in studio. Feels good to have the full squad intact here what are you guys gonna do for the next three weeks when i'm gone again oh no (laughs) No. (laughs) this is like the discussion of why to have three kids so that you have like an uneven (laughs) right yeah three kids that was an all-fair discussion but yes three kids is the answer all right thanks again to sean huffman for joining us today on the program uh he's the vice president at medstar health uh Thanks to Docs for being here. Thanks to Joanna. Thanks to you, the listener. Hope everybody had a great time at the Pace the Nation Happy Hour. I'm Chris Farley. This is Pace the Nation. We'll see you next week.
a very annoying development. The neighbors who we share uh, an atrium with, mm-hmm. they uh, have installed a noisemaker every time you open a, the door. A door chime. A door chime. I think it's called a door ma- uh, noisemaker. Oh, you're my 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 <laughs> fault. A door chime. It's so annoying and so unnecessary. So. Uh, for anybody who's wondering what that sound is in the background, uh, this this whole thing, uh, this episode, that's going to be the new thing. That's going to replace Edison bulbs. Is that that? that How many noise. door chimes in an episode? Yeah. Yes, yes. Make a game out of it. Can uh, people see us? Will they be making faces? And well, such? they usually come and like people you know. will walk by and they'll look in the window and do a double take and try to figure out what exactly is going on. Here. They'll look why up is and they'll Zach be like, Gaffel- "Why is he? <laughs> why is he in our <laughs> exactly? What's he doing? And what's I he being he interviewed for? What's, he, what's yeah. he promoting? Yeah, exactly." <laughs> Farley, I liked when he said that uh, he doesn't do all of the talks because he likes to share the microphone. <laughs> did you, did I, you I, maybe I should take pick some up notes? on that? Foreshadowing. <laughs> hey, I, I gave you guys the questions about, I, I emailed you guys the questions about, you know. Oh, we can only ask your questions? An hour, <laughs> uh, an hour before. Yeah. <laughs> 